welcome to AAPIs at Ogden, where we talk about all things related to the Asian American Pacific Islander community at Ogden College. My name is Dear and I am your host. One of my favorite Compass projects is to promote the visibility of the Asian American community in our district. Being one of the very few ANA PC schools in the Midwest can be a very lonely place because there aren't many Asian American Pacific Islander communities in our area. And this is not just in education, but also in the world of small and micro businesses. Compass wants to help Oakton become a place where Asian Americans in our district feel seen. And this leads to one of the events that Compass is working on. Compass is hosting Parasol Cultural Night Market on Friday, October 14, from 5 to 9 p.m. at Oakton College Des Plaines campus. We're doing this event in collaboration with Everybody's Market one of the rising pop-up event curators in the Chicagoland area. In this episode, we're talking with Noel Fajardo, the founder of Everybody's Market, about the event and ways community colleges like Oakton can be a better partner to Asian-American-owned small and micro-businesses. Well, Noel, thank you so much for joining me today. So can you tell me a little bit about yourself and your journey to Everybody's Market? Like, what inspired you to create one? So I'm Noelle. I'm the founder of Everybody's Market as well as a few other small businesses. Um, I'm a first-generation Filipino-American. I was born in Chicago and grew up in the West Suburbs, such as like Cicero, Berwyn, Oak Park. Um, I have a bachelor's in social work and that I completed a few years ago. Um, I state that because it's very important with my mission. Um, So Everybody's Market was created last August after being a vendor at multiple different events. Um, I would find myself being the only Filipino or the only Asian vendor. So that inspired me to um, offer the same opportunity to the Filipino community. Um, At that time, I only knew only a a handful of vendors, like probably, probably I mean, honestly, less than five. There was probably like the three of us that wanted to do more. Um, so then I created everybody's market to pull in my social work background. I wanted it to, to also serve the LGBTQIA plus communities, BIPOC, AAPIE communities, and the Latinx communities. So altogether, my mission is to create a community of inclusivity and diversity by actively seeking out those communities, as well as providing a platform in which they feel safe and to share their businesses and their true selves. Wow. So you've been doing this since 2021. So it's been a year, huh? Yes, we celebrated my one-year anniversary last August. You mentioned something interesting. You said when you started, it started with like less than five Filipinx owned small businesses right like within one year like how many do you know now I'm just curious <laughs> you know I yeah I know about 30 plus now 30 plus Filipino owned businesses so like how did they come to you when me and my friends would do pop-ups more and more small businesses would um, express that they would like to join or I would post on Instagram that um, we are needing vendors. And yeah, sometimes I don't even know how they they find me because I, I first like I don't follow them. And then sometimes I see that they, they don't follow me, but they just come across they just come across like a flyer or something. And that kind of goes to like show about. Asians in the Midwest in general, right? Like mm-hmm. we're so not that scattered, but there's, there's just not many of us. I think that's how I met you too, right? Like I met mm-hmm. you through Facebook. You started last year and now from knowing five, 
Filipinx owned, right? To now like mm. more than 30. I think that mm-hmm. says a lot about like the need and also space for yes. Filipinx um, businesses, but also Asian Americans too, because I mm-hmm. know that with the Asian night market, like you did tra- attract a lot of new micro business owners, which I will never yeah. forget one of the vendors, but. Yes. You know, we're planning mm-hmm. this event together called Parasa Kotora. So can you tell me like, yeah, why don't you just tell us what, what the event is all about? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So October is Filipino American History Month. Um, we've created an event um, called Parasa Kotora, which is a tra- translated meaning um, for the culture. So yeah, and it, this event will feature Filipino-owned um, micro businesses, micro businesses, meaning businesses that do not have a storefront. So a lot of them work from home or they um, they have like a commercial kitchen. But like, again, they don't have a storefront. They don't have a establishment that they call theirs. We have about 20 plus vendors already with a few other nonprofits, clubs that are also going to be represented at this event. And this event, we will just celebrate just celebrate where we are where where we've come so far mm-hmm. um we wouldn't be where we are if um i guess our forefathers didn't settle here to the united states and just this is our way of paying homage to their journey to their sacrifices the significant of this year's filipino american history month is also like you know this is the 30th anniversary of having yes. You know, Filipino American History Month, 50th yeah. anniversary of Filipino American studies, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, as co-creator with you, I feel like, you know, the night market is a way to highlighting the Filipino community, right? But to mm-hmm. also talk about our resilience because mm-hmm. in the Midwest, it's still not diverse. And some context too, like in the Midwest, there's only like less than 10 colleges and universities that get the designation as Asian American serving institutions. So mm. I think that having program like this is, is yes, it's to celebrate the community, to honor the community. When I talked to you and found out about your, your stories, your background, right? Noel, like I thought, Oh, we should do something for Filipino American history month. And mm-hmm. with your expertise, with your night market and my expertise with cultural program, it, it makes sense to do programs like this together. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's the best time to do now. We've um, experienced a lot of hate these past few years, especially during COVID. Um, I think it, right now it's, it's a perfect time to celebrate. I believe these events also are a way to educate the community around us. Um, because this is a way for them to immerse themselves in the culture, get a little taste of our hospitality, our food, our culture, and things like that. And I, I think this is the best way for the community to really, to really learn about us and understand us. There's a strength within within our community that's not highlighted about, and that's why, like, I appreciate like working with you and. You know, we can talk more. I think, you know, one of the things that stuck with me when we were when we were going over the vendors was the story mm. about the the coffee shop, the coffee mm. company. What's a yeah. they tabling to it? Valeria? Yes. Valoria Coffee. Yes. Thank you. Valoria. Thank you for yeah. correcting me. Valoria Coffee, right? Like you mm-hmm. told me well, I won't but correct me if I'm wrong. You you told mm. me the story of how like they were about to have a they were about to have a storefront, but because correct. of the pandemic they have to pivot. Yeah, Valerie Coffee is another another example of resilience during COVID. 
they weren't planning on what they were what they are doing now. So instead of having a shop where they can serve coffee all day every day, um, they had to find a different way of doing that. So they ended up getting a roaster, coffee bean roaster, and now they've been roasting coffee in their shop. Um, the shop is not open yet, but they've been uh, they've been um, roasting their coffee there and distributing it from there. Um, and then they also do pop-ups where they're able to um, serve their flavors that they have. They're very unique flavors. They have ube lattes. Yes. They have calamansi. <laughs> they have calamansi um, latte. Um, they even do a mango. Um, they do a bibinka, which is a Filipino rice cake. Um, so they they've they've had they have some interesting flavors, but it is very well worth trying. Oh yeah, I went to one of your pop-ups, I think, mm-hmm. and I tried that ube latte. Not gonna lie, oh my god, that ube latte is the best. It's the best one I've had so far. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, like it, like you can, you can. T- I don't know. You, I'm not an ube connoisseur, but I can. <laughs> other 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 coffee shop I went and they sell ube latte. Like there's nothing like it. You know, so I really, I really, I really want to try again. But but we'll see. You know, um. Let's see. Let's see if I can beat the rush and be like, "Hey, can I get one?" You know, like I want to try the ube latte. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like I, I agree. I am actually not a coffee drinker, but I've tried their coffee before. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually have a special called Noel, a Noel shot. <laughs> well, this is like this is self-proclaimed <laughs> because I don't drink coffee, and like the last time I had their coffee, I was strung out. For a very long time, like it, it just didn't hit me mm-hmm. um, like a matcha latte would. It was oh. my body was on overdrive the whole day. But anyways, so now that they get they give me a Noel shot, which is a fourth of a shot. Oh, <laughs> like it literally is like a like a little taste of coffee, mm-hmm. and then um, but and then they add their whatever flavors I like. But anyways, yes, their ube latte is delicious. Um, it is it. It honestly is something you you'll never ever taste again because mm-hmm. it's just something they they specialize right. um, and really put their heart and um, time into into creating it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also have a cold brew now, an oh, ube latte okay. cold brew, and also a nitro foam ube cold brew, which is awesome. I cannot <laughs> wait to try. Are, are we putting pressure on them? Like, hey, you know, we. I mean, you know, like, hey, now we talk about all your drinks. You better sell them. But anyways. Um, you know, I mean, people, it is strong. It is delicious. It's worth it. But the night market is a night market. So you might be up all night. Oh, I will be because I'll be setting up, taking them down, making sure. So I will. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You know, (laughs) yeah. You know, for me, another, I mean, other businesses that I think Mm. about is, is the, um, sweet letters. I think I met Nicole several times. You know, I love how she does like calligraphy art, like on the spot. It's very unique. It is, mm-hmm. it is, it's something that I actually take pride in because it's something that most events won't have is mm-hmm. a calligrapher on site that engraves. And mm-hmm. that's why I love having her. Um, they are always a pleasure to have. What about mm-hmm. others, um, Noel? Because, you know, yeah. there are a bunch of new ones that I haven't had a chance to like interact or get to know. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of new people. We have Muji Studio. Um, she, I met her. Our first event together was for AAPI Month at the Graph. Oh, um, that vendor. Oh, yeah. I she had like a whole big setup. Yes. With her T-shirts, and so she specializes in like 
I believe it's all of her art. So she makes like t-shirts and like um, greeting cards, stickers, oh. and just like little, little um, things. But um, people love her. People love her. All of her things are very relatable and very, very cute. You do so much, Noelle, for the community. And it all started with your bakery business. So mm -hmm. if it wasn't for your notes, your observations, right? Like being the only Filipina, be the only Asian vendors at these pop-ups. If mm -hmm. it wasn't for that, I don't think we we would have this event or even partner, right? You and I. So yeah. why don't you talk about your bakery business that start this whole thing? Yeah. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Um, so I also am the founder and baker of Masarama in Chicago. I specialize in Filipino, like authentic Filipino desserts, as well as like Filipino inspired desserts. Um, um, and like my mission with it, my mission with Masaramon is to share Filipino flavors and cultures to the Chicagoland area. Um, for example, like I like to incorporate Filipino flavors like ube, calamansi, um, buko pandan um, into well-known desserts. For example, one of my best sellers are ube brownies. Technically, it's a blondie, but brownie gives it a ring. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. So it is all... It is all ube in that brownie. There's no chocolate, no no drop of chocolate in it. Um, but the texture and um, the texture of it, like my, it, it's supposed to be very like chewy, crunchy on the outside, and then ooey gooey in the middle. Yes, um, I try that. It's so good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, and I I always recommend that brownie um, for those who don't who are not familiar with ube. It's a very distinct ube flavor, so I think it's a good introductory to ube. Um, and then also, I also do an ube creme brulee. Um, mm -hmm. So that is a take on the traditional French creme brulee. Um, and then uh, when I do when I offer that on pop ups, I like to torch on site. That's a nice little mm -hmm. touch. I try your creme brulee. I try your um, um, the brownie. Mm -hmm. I recently tried your cookie. Your cookie is pretty good too. Like Thank you, you know. Yeah. So you know, it's so awesome. great. Like your your business, I see it booming, and you know, always. Like you work so hard, girl. You're just saying. Thank you. Thank you, know. you. I mean, it is a lot of hard work, but it's true when they say if you love what you do, you don't mind. As a small business owner, it's a twenty four seven job. It truly is because you do everything, and I don't mind it. I don't mind that my weekdays are filled with social media and or messaging people. I don't mind it at all. I actually enjoy it. Yeah, and that's one thing about entrepreneurship. You work a lot. You work 24-7 or whatever mm -hmm. because, you know, you are a little bit of everything. You're the chef, you're the accounting, you're the CEO, you're the CFO, right? Like, you do a yes. little bit of everything. So, you know, it's a lot of work. Um, and mm -hmm. I admire that about, about you, you know, and how you, like, carve out time to also do everybody's market and also your business. My next question to you is, how can Oakton and colleges and universities around Chicagoland area, right, be a better partner to, to the Filipino-American community or to the Asian-American community in general? There's always a room for, for us. If you continue to welcome us doing these events or doing uh, doing um, other things, just highlighting small businesses, that would be incredible. That that is more than enough. Um, I just I don't think we we are um, 
highlighted enough, especially the Asian community, the Filipino community, we're just not singled out more. That That is something that I dream of, is for us to really um, create a community, just establish community here in the Chicagoland area. For example, New York, um, there is a, there's a brand out there that is similar to mine, um, similar to everybody's market, and they've been doing a lot of things um, for the Filipino community. And just recently, I think this past year, they've been able to name a whole block. I think it's like Filipino Town or something like that. I know Filipino mm-hmm. Town is in LA, but they have, I think it's called Little Manila, actually. They have Little Manila mm-hmm. in New York now because of what they've been doing, what they've um, what they've established. And that's one that's one thing I, I dream of having here mm-hmm. is... Um, just like a little, just a little part of Chicago that we can call ours. I think for me, right, as someone who worked at a community college like Oakton, I, I wish that more community colleges partner with micro business owners like you all, like, you know, catering, hiring you all to cater some of the events, right? Or mm-hmm. hire you all to do some calligraphy, you know, or yeah. provide <laughs> drinks at, at, mm-hmm. at the events because, when we're talking about being in community, right, as a two-year institution like Oakton, you know, mm-hmm. if we want folks to come to our college, we need to be out there. And it's not yes. just going to high school students or going to, you know, community centers and recruit them, but partner with these local businesses where, hey, like, we, we want to work with you. We want to support your business. And words will come around. And, you know, Oakton has so much potential in terms of, offering courses for entrepreneurs, right? Like to mm-hmm. to take classes and hone their skills and things. You know, there's so many ways. And I think you're right. Like, you know, highlighting you all more and reaching out to you all more. I think that's definitely um, beneficial for mm-hmm. both um, the school and the business owners. You know? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it would be a, a long-term relationship if they were able to do that is it'd be it it wouldn't be just like a two-year thing like you know mm-hmm. like how a college is it's just two years if you colleges but if you were to reach out to us to those micro businesses for for whatever needs whatever you guys need it, it would definitely be a long-term relationship yeah and you know, at the Parasakotura Night Market, right? Mm-hmm. We have besides these vendors, we also have you know live performances from Jake yeah. Gatsby, and you know we're trying we're trying to get local performers from high school from local high schools and colleges. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be a very very fun event. So you know, I'm very excited to partner with you, Noel. I don't think you and I are gonna stop at the at mm-hmm. the night market. We're gonna continue to develop working relationships, and we would love to yes. build space for micro business owners and entrepreneurs. So as we wrap up today's call, like any advice for future micro business owners and entrepreneurs who are thinking of jumping into the pop-up scene, any advice or. Yeah. yeah. Oh yes, absolutely. Um, my advice is just do it. Just jump in and do it both feet in um, because you won't know how you will like it or how you will succeed. If you don't do it, I recommend if you're, if you're unsure to, be in that pop-up seat, attend a few pop-ups, um, see what people do, talk to talk to the business owners. And I'm sure they will, I'm sure they love to hear that you are also someone that are interested in making a business. Um, 
so yeah, mingle with other entrepreneurs, see what they do, how they do it, or even mingle with um, a business owner that is something what you want to do. For example, if you want to be a baker, talk to a baker. If you're wanting to um, sell plants, talk to someone who sells plants. So you, you get a better idea of what, how to do it, what to do, what to do at pop-up. Um, and your setup doesn't have to be perfect the first time. If you see my, if you see my first ever pop-up, I didn't have a tablecloth. I only had like five items. Um, I didn't have my signs. I didn't have my payment info. I didn't have any of it. I didn't, my setup would not be how it is if I didn't see other people set up. So just immerse yourself and, um, and just enjoy the journey. You're, it's, there are going to be some pop-ups that you won't, that you won't be, um, you won't profit. But think about that you've got you were able to share your brand. Um, that's okay. Um, there are events where you sell out so fast or you sell so many products that you cannot believe that so many people loved your stuff. Um, just enjoy the journey. Um, and if you love what you do, you'll just continue on. Right. And if you love what you do and if you don't know where to start your micro business, folks, we used to accepting vendors for our night market. Yes on the 14th yes, so y'all better go to um linktree compass oakton page and sign up to be vendors like there's no cost right you sign it's up not. and you know it's one of very few like i hate to brag mm-hmm. but i've done my research too right like other <laughs> pop-up businesses do charge business owners yeah. because of cost right but i think mm-hmm. with oakton like we're a community college and we want to keep the cost to the minimum and we want to mm-hmm. make sure that these you know business owners have a place to start so if you don't know where to start right i think you know sign up to be the vendors and Mm -hmm. you know if you have questions you know ask me or noel um so noel where can where can we find you yeah i'm on instagram at everybody's market um underscore chicago or you can also find me on facebook um but best is through instagram you got it well you know, Noel, it's been a pleasure talking to you this morning. You know, I'm so grateful for our partnership. I'm very excited about the event, you know, and I hope that moving forward, you know, after this, we can create a long-term relationship with everybody's market. And, you know, I'm excited for the event on October. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. A few days after my conversation with Noel, we reached the capacity for vendor participation. There will be more than 35 vendors and local organizations participating at the Parasa Kultur Night Market. I hope you can join us. The event will be on Friday, October 14, from 5 to 9 p.m. at the Displains campus. To learn more about the program, please check out the episode note. And that's it for today's episode, folks. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you all next time.